Welcome to episode number 136 of Talking Mopars. One thing I've wanted to do for a while with this show is do high-performance heritage mini-episodes called Quick History. These are going to be shorter episodes, but I think it's going to be fun to do them because it might actually afford me the time to provide even more episodes per month. So we're going to experiment in the next few episodes and highlight the people in Mopars that have helped to shape the high-performance heritage and history of Mopars. No fluff just facts and stories. There is just so much to cover in the world of Mopar that this might be a great way to cover more of Mopar history more often. So on this first installment of High Performance Heritage Quick History, we are going to talk about the Dodge Little Red Wagon. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth. And I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter. And this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. The 60s and 70s were an amazing time to be a car enthusiast, especially if you were a fan of drag racing. And I really feel like drag racing has lost the flair that it had from back in that golden era, which I unfortunately didn't get to witness because I'm an 80s baby. But there were some really fun characters in drag racing back in the day, a lot of whom we're going to be talking about on these quick history episodes. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But nowadays you have you know, some drag racing personalities with shows like Street Outlaws, No Prep Kings, and then of course you have YouTube channels, etc. But I just don't feel like we have actually matched the pizzazz of years long past. Take, for example, our topic for today's quick history lesson. You have the Dodge Little Red Wagon. What an absolutely insane masterpiece that Mopar was. If you aren't familiar with the Little Red Wagon, allow me to familiarize you with it. In 1965, the world of drag racing would see an exhibition drag racing machine like no other. It had never seen anything like this before. From the maniacal minds and hands of Jim Schaefer and John Collier came a vehicle so absurd that it would forever leave its mark in the history books as one of the wildest machines to ever blaze down the 1320. What these two evil geniuses came up with was outlandish and absurd, but oddly awesome in the best ways. They took a cab over A100, you know, the non-van truck version of the A100 vans, and they force-fed a 426 Hemi mated to a Torque Flight 727 into the bed of this truck. But you know, wait, it gets better. Because of this insane blend of one of Dodge's most odd-looking vehicles, you know, which I happen to love, and their monster elephant 426 cubic inch Hemi, this ridiculous, and I say that with love, machine was not just able to become the first wheel-standing truck in existence, but also the fastest truck in the quarter mile back in its time. 1965, folks. You think that you've seen crazy swaps in today's day and age and on YouTube, you know, with all these crazy channels doing all this crazy stuff. But could you imagine this happening in 1965? I hope so, because it did. Uh, I, I sure couldn't imagine seeing this in 1965, but it happened. And in fact, I'd be willing to bet that if the Dodge Little Red Wagon didn't already exist. If this, if the Dodge Little Red Wagon 
was never created in 1965. And it was the brainchild of someone in today's day and age. And the build had manifested in today's world. And it was shared on somebody's YouTube channel. I strongly believe that it would have gone super viral, not only in the Mopar community, but in the car community entirely. Could you imagine the first test video of this monstrosity on YouTube where they take this thing out to the track for the first time and it not only sends the front of the cab into flight mode, but it also blazes the quarter mile in what could only be described as a death defying 11 or so seconds of beyond sane levels of danger. The thing would have undoubtedly gone viral. Absolutely. But no, this happened in the mid to late 60s. How crazy is that? That's nuts. Back in its day, the little red wagon was able to pull off mid-11s at 120 miles an hour. Now think about this. This is a cab over A100 truck with a Hemi in the back. <laughs> and, you know, it pulled off this first run at Lion's Drag Strip in 1965. I could only imagine the reaction from the crowd that got to witness that first initial run. How many jaws had to be picked up off the floor? You know, I imagine... Very many, 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 many. <laughs> Watching the little red wagon run the quarter mile almost entirely with its head in the clouds must have been a hell of a thing to see. It wasn't even originally intended to be an exhibition running wheelie machine. It was intended to be a match racer in the NHRA's Altered Factory Experimental AFX class. But I guess when you create a monster like the little red wagon, you know, plans change. Jay Howell was actually the wheelman that you know, sent this thing to the moon and man, what a ride that must have been. Could you imagine the truck was unpredictable and, you know, stuffing a Hemi into the back of an A100 truck sketchy at best, you know, it's got a, a 90 inch wheelbase. So one would expect nothing less than sketchy. Am I right? It was even sent to Dick Bransoner Enterprises and Roger Lindemood to try to get it straightened out and easier to manage on the track. It was such a thing to see that even Chrysler took notice. The director of marketing at Chrysler, Frank Wiley, ended up getting the truck into the hands of Mopar legend and Superstock champion Bill Maverick Golden, who took ownership of the truck and got it out to events all around the country from 1965 to 2003. Mr. Golden also made it into the 1977 Guinness Book of World Records with this truck by pulling off an astonishing 4,230 foot wheel stand. Okay, let me say that again. 4,230 foot wheel stand. Keep in mind, the quarter mile is 1,320 feet. You know what I'm saying? That is insane. The Little Red Wagon had become the first exhibition wheel stander, but not without setbacks. As you could imagine, it had crashed <laughs> quite a few times, actually, in 1969, 1971, and 1973. Those were the three crashes, with the one in 75 being the one that would send the Little Red Wagon into retirement from the track and placed on show duty for basically the remainder of its life. The wrecked remnants of the Little Red Wagon from the crash in 75 are still in existence today, and it basically remains a display vehicle owned by Mike Mantle, who has owned it since 2015. Mike also has a recreation of the original Little Red Wagon that he uses for exhibitions, but he also owns the infamous Hemi under glass wheel stander, which is going to have to be an episode of this show definitely at some point as well. 
Um, with the Little Red Wagon being a record setter and, you know, let's be honest, a bragging rights holder, and even having its likeness in the form of a widely popular 125th scale model, the Little Red Wagon has been etched into the high-performance heritage of Mopars and remains a Mopar and drag racing legend to this very day. Thank you for joining me on this first installment of High Performance Heritage Quick History on the Dodge Little Red Wagon. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this podcast or to listen and subscribe to the show, please visit TalkingMopars.com. And don't forget that you can send me your Mopar stories, questions, comments, complaints, suggestions, and everything else on your Mopar addicted mind to Chris at TalkingMopars.com or leave me a voice message on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR to hear yourself on the show. If you want to help support the show, you can pick up some cool merchandise in the Talking Mopars merch shop. There you can order products like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, and more. And you can find that at TalkingMopars.com in the merch shop. Another way to help support the show is by becoming a supporter on the Talking Mopars Facebook page. By becoming a supporter on Facebook, you will get access to exclusive bonus content and you will be entered into our monthly supporter giveaway where you will get a chance to win something fun related to Mopars. Special thanks to my friends over at DIY Hemi for their unwavering support of this podcast. If you are considering swapping a modern Hemi into your classic Mopar, go give my buddies at DIYHemi.com a shout and tell them I sent you. They'll be more than happy to help you out in their mission to Hemi-swap the world. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.